What's up party people? You know one of the worst things about being a self-employed performer? That's right, it's your tax. If you're sick and tired of collecting all your receipts and guessing your way through your tax rebate, well, I know the people that can remove the stress and make it as simple as 5, 6, 7, 8. That's right, it's Theat Accounts. They're an accounting company that specialize in working with performers. So they know all the things that we can claim back and it's so simple. You upload your invoices and bank statements to their website and they do all the work for you. It's cheap, it's easy and once you try it, I guarantee you will not regret it. It has changed my tax life. Just email info at theataccounts.co.uk. That's theat, T-H-E-A-T, accounts. So again, that's info at theataccounts.co.uk. Make sure you tell them you're from the Ins and Outs podcast and you'll get some five-star VIP treatment. You will get treated like a king. Honestly, they've changed my life. They've made it so much easier. They've removed the stress from tax and they can do the same for you. Boom. Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak to my good friend, Rebecca Lizetsky. Uh, Rebecca is a professional dancer and singer who has 20 years experience in the industry. Uh, we're currently on lockdown, so she tells us a bit about her caravan cabarets that she's been doing. Make sure you go and check them out. She's doing Monday to Friday. Friday every week at six o'clock she's singing classic songs she's singing a bit of everything make sure you go and check them out they are amazing she also tells us about some of her jobs and what her favorite jobs and why and then she tells us about her struggles and her transition to be recognized we also talk about how important it is to have a good relationship with your agents and she gives us a little bit of advice thank you for listening to the podcast Um, i hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as i did Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you would like to donate to the podcast, you can find our PayPal link on our Instagram page. Um, If you can't find it, just message me and I'll send it to you. Any donations towards the podcast are very, very, very appreciated as they'll help me with better equipment, traveling to places to do podcasts when this is all over. And uh, it'll help all of our experiences of listening to these awesome episodes be more enjoyable and better. Unfortunately, due to the signal and the connection and everyone in the world is on their Wi-Fi at the moment, uh, this isn't the clearest quality podcast, but there's so much great information on there, so please stay with it. Here is Rebecca Lizetsky. And we're in. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. So you're surviving. I see that you're keeping very busy during this time. I'm loving your evening shows. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you've got to keep busy, haven't you? It's tough out there. It's tough when you're in on your own as well. So just trying to keep busy and keep singing, really, just doing what I do, just to keep myself sane. And you're staying at your caravan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you live? Is that where you live? No. Oh, all right. I was people just asking. Ask people ask me this, you know, it's so funny. I'm like, no, it's at the bottom of my two-acre garden. I mean, it's not my garden, but... Um, it's just in the bottom of the garden, um, oh, and I'm in a okay. little barn conversion, so it's pretty much the only time I get out just to oh, toss down to the caravan. I was going to say, that's so sick, though, just go lock yourself in, hide from yeah. everyone. It's amazing, yeah, imagine only... that, though, gosh, no. Well, not it's, a re- 
it's a very cute caravan and i do love that you've made your own little like caravan cabaret show why not cabaret in a caravan why not it's amazing you get full dolled up oh my gosh i have to so imagine on lockdown for this is what the third week yeah. and although there's live stuff like um pilates and yoga and dance classes going full out on instagram live every day um you can still get fat and just drink yeah. lots and eat so much um but i've decided not to do that and just make the most of it and get some makeup on put a red lipstick on put a sequin dress on yeah the caravan and sing full out every day it's am- are you doing every day or is it five days a week five days a week monday Mo- to friday monday yeah. oh you get it two two days off get a saturday off you don't get them off very often i don't two show day on a saturday <laughs> enjoying <laughs> that saturday off i know uh what made you want to do that it wasn't even my idea you know it was um i don't know if you know ashley andrews yes he's, yeah he's an amazing dancer he dances for the maconi company um he's done so many west end shows and now he's on broadway this is his third show on broadway and i think it was just the day I think we got into lockdown and he messaged me, he's like, babe, you need to do your own cabaret, but do it like a tea time thing and do it in your caravan. <gasps> I was like, darling, I absolutely love you. And then I started on the Monday and he it's watches a- every day. He's amazing. That's amazing. And I guess it kind of gives you a sense of normality. Yeah. Oh God, it does. Yeah. It, it makes me focus on something. So, cause I'm a singer. I, um, I, I, and, and, and when you audition and when you learn new shows, you learn new songs and you practice every day and warm up every day. So this is my this is forcing me to learn new songs and yeah. keep my voice in check and to still do a warm up every day. And it, it's good. It's good for my mental health because there's been days. Oh, <laughs> there's been days. And I don't suffer from that. But oh, no. my word, there's been days I just don't want to get out of bed. But doing this forced me to do it. Having yes. something to focus on. Giving you a sense of purpose, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's great. I love, I mean, I understand. I, I guess there's different ways of looking at it. I think some people may struggle and be like, I can't get up and just dance or do a Pilates class or practice this. I'm not in that headspace. I feel constricted. And I guess especially it depends on where you are. Like yeah. I can't I can't imagine still living in central London, being stuck in my little dingy flat I lived in and not yeah. allowed to leave. Do you know what I mean? For me, that would have been a nightmare. I'm quite fortunate that I live in a place where I can go outside and get fresh air. I haven't got a garden, but I can go on walks through the fields and stuff yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. So it's quite nice. But yeah. I, I, I do love also seeing lots of people doing the opposite and making it productive and doing dance classes and doing, yeah. you know, and offering you free services people. to help people. Yeah, you don't get that very often, do you? No. It's amazing that everyone's just gone here, have a class for free. And they're pretty cool classes. Like, I know Drew McConey's doing a class every day. You've got Barry's Boot Camp. Yeah. Just, there's still people charging, but these big ones are just like, I'm doing it because I love it and I love yeah. you and let's just go for it. But you feel for those stuck in their um, rooms if they're sharing a house and they're just stuck in their room, but you just got to do it. Just get get out and get off your bed and just yeah. do it. Um, I, I mentor um, like three dancers um boys who are trying to like succeed in the dance world and I speak I kind of check in with them every few days to see how they're getting on and stuff like that and the one of them said to me you know he's really struggling because it's like 
he can't motivate himself every time he wants to get up and dance or he practices a freestyle practicing it feels really shit about himself and i was like well maybe you just need to go you know what i need five days off yeah. <laughs> like i need i need a week off reset and come back and maybe don't set the pass so high and do something a bit easier yeah. or something which isn't going to challenge you but just so it makes you feel a bit good about yourself because i yeah, guess yeah. it's quite hard to if you're not got motivating people around you i don't know and you don't have to go for everything full out straight away, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm. Just take your time. Just start with one, two a week. Different things like Pilates. I've never, ever done Pilates because I've just looked at them and gone, oh, my God, that's so easy. You can do that yeah. on my head, yeah. literally. And then I do it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm absolutely dripping. <sighs> but that's just an hour out of your day. You've got 24 hours in a day. I do that twice a week, and it's it just – slowly but surely yeah no it, it I, i'm like i said trying to embrace it i've started coloring coloring have you? yeah started coloring because um my mum started coloring like two years back and she was just like oh it's so like kind of feels like med- feels like meditation because you're really like i guess it's like yoga or something where you're so in the moment and yeah. all you're thinking about is that coloring so that's a great idea m- me and georgia started doing it and i'm literally coloring and literally i know like an hour and a half's gone by and i'm like this is great <laughs> yeah that's good really good for the mind Come yeah on. and i guess it's just you just zone out put some music on and go yeah. you know what i mean it's yes. i'm loving it yeah but walking as well if you can get outside that like you said earlier that's that's the best thing to do well, well i got walk. i got attacked yesterday yeah so so by a a very grumpy lady and you in your head you assume she must be a grumpy old woman no she must have been in her 30s so a little bit older than me and then me and georgia we walk to the top of like our road and then we sit on a bench at the top for like 10 minutes and then we walk back down lovely so we just sit at the top get a bit of sunshine because like i said we live in a flat we don't have a garden so we walk up and we're sat on the bench and we're i've got a can of dr pepper and we're just having a chat and this woman's got a headphone and she struts past and she went give me a dirty look and then she went have you two ever heard of a thing called self-isolating or no social social distancing and georgia went we live together and she went thanks for killing us all i was like Oh my gosh! I, well, I la I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, "This is a brilliant, what a story!" But I was like, "Good God!" Yeah, people's colours really do come out, especially now. They are really coming out. I was trying you to give her benefit of the doubt and be like, "She might be going through it." Like, you know what I mean? We're all going through it. Though. Yeah, I know. We're all going through it individually, and you always got to think there's others mm. worse off. There really is. Like, it's like this is our mental headspace time. Do you know what I mean? And you've ruined yeah. it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like, we're all meant to be being nicer to each other, not attacking strangers in the street. Just, she's just angry. Angry. Do it. I thought it was hilarious, but I was in shock. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, wow. You don't expect it, do you? But... In, in my little village, never seen such a thing. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> so um, I, I wanted you on here because I think you're firstly an incredible human. Um, I've known you for a long time now. It's been almost like, I want to say... About eight years, nine eight years? years, something like that. I think it was Panto 2012. Oh we did, God. we met in Stoke. Yeah. Because then it was my last job before I went to LA, so I was like, I need to yeah. do a Panto job, and it was the best experience of my life. It made me it fall was. in love. It was great because I I never liked musical theater. I never wanted anything to do with musical theater. It didn't interest me in the slightest. And when Panto came up, I was like, that'll be a laugh. Last job with my best mate, Kyle. Be brilliant. Yeah. And uh-huh. did it and kind of saw like 
that was like my introduction to people singing and acting and dancing and it being kind of cool because I was around cool people and yes. you were a, you you were a massive part of that alongside Johnny and Christian um and Kai yeah so it's amazing so like, I I'd like to firstly thank you for helping oh. me find that world and knowing that we can get a little bit rat faced the day before a show and still do a show it doesn't have to be boring <laughs> Like I, so I, like I thought it would be. Yeah, um, I'm really good at that. Yeah, and no one would know. No one would know. <laughs> no. I have got a picture of me and you absolutely like hung over the next day. We had a matinee, and I'm putting makeup on your face in the five minute call. Remember that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we had some fun. It was a really good job that. It is well, Panto is well. I've only ever done in Stoke, so I can't compare it to anything. But it is still my favourite job of all time. It's brilliant because when we did it there, although Panto is fun and it's high, it is hard work, you do two a day and it's relentless, we had the best time, but yeah. we were still all so professional on yeah. stage. There was, that's, that's um, Christian and um, Johnny for you as well. They wouldn't let anything bad happen, although backstage we had an absolute blast. On stage was they the same know. every single day. Yeah, I think what's so great about Stoke is like, I feel like Panto, before I ever did it, I always kind of saw it as like this gimmick. And mm. I was like, oh, you know, they just get like a talentless celebrity in to do, be the main person. And, you know, yeah. you don't really get real performers, professionals in it. And then doing Stoke was like the eye opener to like be around such established people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was dope. So yeah, I, I would never forget that. And you inspire me being able to, belt out footloose to the top of your lungs and dance it full out oh i loved that the opening number it was so much fun it was and yeah. I, it is it, it really inspired me when i saw that especially now that i teach obviously well you teach there as well at wilkes academy yeah. and I, I speak to a lot of the students and they're like oh i want to be a singer and then they don't like give the umph in the dance world and i'm like well you need to go and speak to loeski then because <laughs> she yeah. she gets paid to do both loeski knows i'll tell you Lizeski. what taught me that starlight taught me that so you're, you're giving it full out on eight wheels, eight shows a week. And I did it in Germany. It's a, a, pur a purpose-built theatre. It's huge. And you have to be belting top A's and top B's or whatever. So that taught me how to full-on dance and full-on sing at the same time. So yeah. thanks to Starlight. But, you, yeah, love, love it. Love doing that. It's a challenge. Kyle's doing Starlight now. He's well. He was, just, he was just in rehearsals. I was like, "How's it going?" He was like, "The hardest thing I've ever done in my life." And I was like, "Really?" He's oh, like, it will yeah. be. But it will be the most rewarding thing you ever, ever do. He says it's the phonetics is the most difficult thing ever. Oh God, it is. But you have three months to learn it. So the you'll you'll get there. He'll yeah. he'll get there. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so much sure. fun. How did you get into performing? Um. Well, I started dancing at the age of three. I'm from Doncaster. Doncaster. Um, yeah, I've got twin cousins in the business. Um, so when they went to to dance school, my mum took me, my mum's sister, sister's mm -hmm. kids. And then they went to Lanes. And I was like, I want to go to Lanes. So then I went to Lanes when I was 16. Um, and yeah, I went there for three years. I just love it. I've loved it ever since I was little. I used to do festivals when I was small, like competitions and just always done it. Did you want to be a dancer or did you want to be a singer? Or both. Did you... I could both. never choose. I wanted to be a gymnast as well. I wanted, to, I wanted <laughs> to do it all. I can do that as well. But it was, it's a tough one. When people say, what do you prefer, dancing or singing? I, I just love them both. But at the minute, it's singing because 
I'm 40 in a few months, so my body's... No just... way. Yeah, babe. Oh, God, I can't believe it. But, yeah, my body's just a bit getting tired now, so I've been doing it for so long. I yeah. still love it, but I'm lucky I've got the voice to, yeah. to switch and change, so... What, what kind of stuff have you done to, like, keep you, I guess, physically able to keep dancing and stuff like that? Because um, that's, just... that's doing well for a dance career. Yeah, I mean, not bad, eh? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't do dance class. I used to when I left college um, for a good three three years. I used to do Mark Battershaw's class. Yes. Do you remember? It? Yeah, he still teaches oh, at Pineapple. Does he? Yeah, I used yeah. to do his class at Pineapple, Tuesdays and Thursdays. But um, I don't really... Because I've been lucky keeping in shows. Uh, I've That's kept me fit, really. Um Mm, what did I do? The last dance show I did was Cats, and that absolutely killed me. Killed me. <laughs> killed me. I just got, um, I got a trapped nerve in my back, went over my ankle. So then I thought maybe this is just telling me sing. Yeah. As much as I love it, I just can't put my body through that anymore. So I don't do classes any. I don't, you know, I just do a vocal warm-up every day and sing a couple of songs. But I guess you it's not even singing, uh, sorry, it's not even dancing to the point of just doing a show. Like, you do contracts, like, where it's, like, eight, nine shows a week. I so do, it's yeah. so intense. It's not like you're just doing yeah. your gig on a Friday or a Saturday where you're doing, like, a dance number in it. You're doing, nope. You are doing full-on shows. So yeah. I guess when you're constantly doing that, you're going to stay in shape. You're yeah. going to stay fit and healthy as yeah. long as you don't get any bad injuries. But yeah, I guess when you're feeling a bit broken and can't not up for it anymore, then it's like, yeah. oh, there's no way to ease off, I guess. No, there isn't. You've just got to keep at it. Eight shows a week. Um, yeah, I did a lot of um, Strictly shows like with Innie and Flav for about five years. Off and on, I was working for them. Eight shows a week. Karen Bruce choreography. Yes, Karen. Oh, that was full out. But that kept me fit and I just loved it. Every single show, I just loved it. And then I think it was since then, um, yeah, my body's just gone, I've had enough. Yeah, only so many miles, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like that you can get yeah. through. But that's impressive. Like, how old were you when you booked your first job? So I, I'm assuming you went to college at 16, right? Yeah, I went at 16, graduated at, what, 19 um, in July. And then I did my first show a couple of months later. What was that? Fame. The Fame. Oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah, the Cambridge in uh, in Covent Garden. Loved it. Did you have a big gap between graduating and working? Mm. Was there like that difficult period? Because I know a lot of people go through that. No, I, I, I was lucky enough to do to audition straight away and then a couple of months, I think it was. Because it is hard because I know people in, in my year at college who are amazing or were amazing and they... It took them years, and then they just go, well, I, I can't take the knockbacks. I can't do this anymore. But you just have to keep going. If you're that passionate about it, you just do it anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was lucky. It was a few months, so, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I feel like that's a, that's a kind of a turning point, isn't it, for a lot of people? They're like, they're not, they can't take yeah. the knockbacks, I guess. And I feel like the ones that succeed are either the ones that get it right away or the ones that can put up with the... Yeah. You know, put up with the nose, I guess, and keep pushing yeah. forward. But that'll probably make you stronger. The ones that get it straight away, the ones that don't get it straight away 
oh, they're going to be the stronger ones because they're fighting for it. Yeah. Definitely. I guess they want they 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 want it more. They want it more. That's it. And eventually they they get it and make the most of it. But I I'm still struggling at the minute because I've changed now. I'm in that I don't really dance anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've changed my perception on like I don't want to do dancing ensemble and cover anymore mm-hmm. so that's that's all I've done for 20 years yeah so I am I, um, I, I, I now want to do make my way to little parts not necessarily leading lady l- lady roles you know but I want to yeah. I want to I've worked my way up I've worked yeah. 20 years I, I think I deserve to do it but it's hard I can't remember my last audition don't know when it was but I am still fighting I'm still yeah. gonna do it this is why I'm doing the cabaret in a caravan, just to put it out there and go, guys, I'm still here. Yeah. How do you, you think know? you, do, do you think because you've been that humble dancer role, do you feel like you get categorised as that so that uh, you don't get put up for lead lady stuff or for a role because they just go, oh, Rebecca's the, the ensemble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why it's taken me so long to do that transition. If I'll ever get there, which I'm sure I, I will, I'm so determined to do it, but yeah, they just look at your CV or they just know you and go, oh, yeah, she can she can do it all. She can dance. She can sing. So let's stick her in the ensemble and she could cover it. And I'm like, no, this is what I, I remember looking up to, like people like Anna Jane Casey and Hannah Waddingham, and they'd worked their way up since they'd left college. And they, they were leading ladies when I just left college. I was like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that anymore. Things have changed like they've got these um tv shows britain's got talent pop idol all this stuff so even bloody love island they're coming from love island which is nothing wrong with it what i'm saying is it's changed so much now you don't have to work your way up now you can just be on a tv program and they'll put you in because you'll get this bums on seats whereas back in my day no that's not how it works that's not how this industry was is supposed to be or it it was um earn your stripes I guess yeah exactly that and now you don't have to so I'm in that category where I've earned my stripes but I'm not getting there because these young as young ones are, are, are coming from tv and yeah how, how how do you think the best way to go to transition would be because obviously you, we're in we're, we're in a social media world now aren't we so yeah, even yes. auditions are quite like you know they're not very popular anymore or they're not in the dance world anyway i don't see there's many auditions unless it is for a musical but even then i guess sometimes they kind of know who they want to see yeah <laughs> yeah they do definitely do um you've just got to keep if you want to make that transition this is what i've found you've just got to stick to it cause there's times in the past i've rang my agent and gone listen i, I don't want to dance anymore can i just be seen for parts and i haven't had anything for like six months and then i ring him up and go just get me anything so then I've auditioned yeah. then I've got parts uh, ensemble parts again or my last job I was Jenny Any Dots cover Grizabella which was a, a nice little part but then nothing since um but if you really want to transition you've you've got to know it's going to take time and you're going to have to sit and wait yeah but I've got the patience <laughs> <laughs> but uh, out there I guess you have got to sit and wait, but you've got to also be being active and working oh. towards it happening. Do you know what I mean? It's not just yeah. the case of sitting on your couch going, I know I'm good enough, it'll come. You wait, are wait. hustling 
Like you're, yeah. you're doing five shows a week in a fucking caravan at the moment. Like yeah, you're, you're making it happen. And even I'm before this, to. you were doing cabaret shows, right? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, before this, I was actually about to open in the Ballroom Boys, a little UK tour with Ian Waite and Vincent Simone from Strictly. We were literally supposed to open on the Thursday and then the Wednesday, that was it. The theatre had closed and sent us all home. Um, but yeah, I do my own cabaret. I've done cruise ships on a, like fly on, fly off cabaret for about eight or nine years now. Um, I do lots of gigs around London, so I'm still getting out there. But it's 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 different. Like the gigs, the cabaret is so different from musical theatre. Mm-hmm. People have I've kind of gone into the distance in musical theatre now because I've sat and waited so long for this for these parts to come in. People have forgot about me. So yeah. it's hard, but this Cabaret in a Caravan, I literally want everyone to just share it and post it and follow sure. me on Instagram and just go, I am still here and I, this is what I do. So it, would there be a way that you, do it? is there not a way you can like, I don't know, because obviously everyone at the moment, especially in our industry, obviously, if you work for the NHS or in Tesco's or something, you're busy. But mm-hmm. obviously for us performers we're literally like wow we're all everyone's at home directors you know we're all there is there not a way that you can get like right who are these casting directors that i've seen but i never get really what i want out of it is there not a way to hit them up and be like so every monday to friday i do my cabaret show online you don't even have to leave your couch will you just come on and watch for 10 minutes you know what i've not even thought of that kane i'm doing it because all they're doing is sat down on their ass doing nothing too so even the the initiative that well they'll go they'll see your initiative going oh she's she's up and being productive like that's the kind of person that we want to work for us because if she's making the most of a shit time how great will she be when things are great as opposed to like i guess the other people they're employing are going well i've lost my show (laughs) sit on their ass and do nothing yeah i need to do that so what i'm gonna do um because this is the third week of me doing it now ever since day one on lockdown is when i started it so this is what week uh, week three day two um and I do a different one every day. So what I'm going to do is probably at the end of each week, do a compilation of the best bits. Yeah. And then probably tag them in it on Instagram, on Twitter. 100%. I'll tag them in it. That's what I'll do and go, watch me. Yeah. And then just, I saw you put up this morning any requests for songs. Yeah. So even just say that, what what songs are in the show? What do you want to hear yeah. me sing? I got yeah. this. I can do it yeah. from my caravan. <laughs> well, tonight, because it was the Olivier's on Sunday, I'm going to do a... Um, uh like a, a little spot for the olivier's what would have been on sunday so a few oh, songs sick yeah which are probably gonna tag a minute now you said that a hundred percent i don't know because well in in the dance world i feel like obviously it's different than getting trying to get a lead part in something but a lot of people now are getting jobs via social media do you know yeah. what i mean like a lot of agents will be like they'll reach out to you here I know it's happening, but in LA when I was there, it was a thousand percent happening. Going, can you give me your social media link before yeah. the before you even get to go to the casting? They'd submit you, and they'd be like, they want to see what you do on your socials first, and what your followings like, or you know, there's so much other stuff to it now than just the talent. Yeah. So like, you know, they're already in that. I feel like casting directors and agents and stuff. They're already in that mind frame of looking for talent that way now because they yeah. save so much money because they haven't got yeah. a higher. They haven't got a higher studio 10 in pineapple. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's, yeah, it's people with like 15,000 15, followers, isn't it? Some that That's what that's what they're going for, which I get. I do get. 
I don't like it because they're not necessarily the best people for the job or because there's other people who I've only got like 1,600 followers and I'm but, dying to get like thousands, I want thousands just to get me back in. But it's because, ironic, isn't it? Because if you think of how many people you've performed in front of. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> isn't it? Uh, we'll, we'll get there. It's just times have changed, but times have changed again because of this lockdown. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is when, as you say, it'll show people who have actually got motivators and, and put themselves out there. A hundred percent. When you when you finished Fame, what was your like dance journey like? After I finished Fame, gosh. Because Fame is a fantastic first job. Yeah, I was very lucky. Like, especially yeah. if I don't know what it's like if you like if you want to be a singer, but wanting to be a dancer, fame is a fantastic first job. Fame was the one. That was the one in 1999, 2000 when I did it. That was the one. Like, uh, how do you peak that? Do you know what I mean? From your first gig, how does it get better? Well, I don't know. I, I got shin splints in that show, so we did it at the Cambridge for six months, and then we moved it to the Old Witch. So I signed for another six months, but I didn't finish it because I got really bad shin splints. Um, so I left early and then I think I was out of work for about eight months. Um, and then my next job was Starlight Express and I've never Win. suffered shin splints again. <laughs> so that's how you top fame doing Starlight. Honestly, one of the best jobs I've ever, ever done. Do you ever do and physically. Do you ever do? Have you ever done skate jobs since that? Yeah. Some random skate jobs I have, yeah, like in nightclubs and back in the day, but not, I'm not I'm I, over that. I, I always thought that was the appeal for me about doing fame is you're going to get paid to learn a new skill and yeah. to a, such a high level. You know, you're not just learning how to do, I don't know, uh, coming in on a, an aerial or something like that. You're actually learning this skill from beginning to end for three months to yeah. a point where you're going to be one of the best in the country at it. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, Starlight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh. We had an amazing skate coach. He's still going, actually. Carl's probably got him. Um, is he the, is the, the old... Well, he's older now, yeah. but black gentleman. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Oh, there's oh, this... Michael Rand. Oh, maybe. And he just Michael. spins, like... Oh, yeah, that's Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Carl always sends me videos of him, and I'm like, how? <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, I did it with him for a few years. He's amazing. Um, but, yeah, yeah, you're just you're lucky lucky to do that show if you ever get a chance to audition just go for it don't think you can't do it because they take they train you they teach you properly did you get any injuries on that yeah i got a meniscus problem i always get injuries always <laughs> well here i am still going guys I'm still fighting still fighting through I've got one eye one leg and i'm still going <laughs> <laughs> um what's your what's your favorite gig that you've done my favorite and why my favorite is probably starlight because of i used to sit in my bedroom when i was about 12 years old when you had when it when there was tape recorders when there was cassettes i used to i had a double cassette player and i used to play starlight express and then record myself singing on the other side of it when i was like 12 and then i used to go and watch it in london and you used to pay a fiver and stand at the back. This is at the Apollo where Wicked is now. I used to stand at the back, pay a fiver, and put your arm out. So when the guys come skating round, 
they used to slap you, they used to give you high fives. Oh my God, it was amazing. Um, so then when I got that job, I just couldn't believe my luck. And then playing, I played Pearl for a bit and I, oh, it's, and I used to sing Pearl in my bedroom at 12 and then all of a sudden I was on this massive stage playing the actual part in actual okay. Starlight Express. I was loving my life, babes. Sick. It was amazing. So that that is probably my, the best show I've done. What was it like when you found out you got that job? I remember it very well. I was jumping on my bed, <laughs> just jumping up and down on my bed on the phone to my agent yeah. at the time. Oh, amazing. It was brilliant. But then a, a, a one that's come close to it is Dance Till Dawn. Oh, yeah. So Dance Till Dawn, we did a UK tour, and then it was at the Old Witch, and then another UK tour with Vincent and Flavia. It was, it was their second show that they'd done. And it was epic. It's on um, YouTube. There's a YouTube clip of it when they were at the Royal Variety, huh. I think in 2012 or 13. Oh, my God. It's one of the best jobs ever. The dancing in that was, a, from, apart from fame, that was the most dance show. You had people who wanted to audition for it left, right, centre and couldn't get in the room and they were like, this This is the show to be in. This yeah. is the show to be in since fame back in the day because the dancing in that was just out of this world. Was it Was it like ballroom dancing or was no, it everything? God, no. It was showgirl dancing. It was full on. Honestly, watch Pas de Deux work. It was intense, but it was amazing. How, did, be, you, how did you get that? Um, I, I auditioned for it. I... Um, I went back to an old agent, Paul Spiker, who I, who I was with for 10 years, and then decided that I thought I could be a leading lady now. And he said, well, I don't think you should be. So we split up. Then I couldn't get a job. And then I went back to him and he got me this audition. And I got it. I got it there and then. Um, and honestly, it was the most rewarding show I think I've ever done. And um, If you haven't seen it or heard of it, Google it, YouTube it, Dance Till Dawn. Vincent and Flavia, Karen Bruce choreography, it's epic. There was, um, it was only a short show, like we finished at 20 past nine in the pub by half nine. Absolutely what a amazing. dream! Yeah, it was a dream. Um, but I remember the, the end of Act One, it was, I think it was like 20 minutes, full on cardio, full out. One number into another number, into another number, into another number. Singing as well. Oh my God, it was epic. So that comes a close second to Starlight. Dance to Dawn. Dope. And um, I, I know that you did Mamma Mia as well. Yes. What was that like? Mamma Mia was fun. I met the most amazing people, um, but I wasn't challenged enough. Yeah, because you can say about that show for me. I, I've only I, I hate the film and I hate the music and people are going <laughs> to hate me for that. But I genuinely hate the film and I hate the music. But I went to watch it because one of the old Wilk students. Well, there was a few of them in it, so I went to watch them. So I always, if one of the students gets into a show, I'll always try and make the effort to go and watch. Amazing. Um, so I went to watch him, and there was three of them in it, and they are the most talented kids. Yeah. Like, well, they're not kids now, they're men. But they're the most talented men ever, and I was like, they were just wasted. They was like, it's a great show, and it's, it's entertaining. I much prefer it than the film. But yeah. It was just like, there was no, uh, even watching them, I was like, how are they having fun? Like, there's no challenge for them for such incredible dancers. And, you know, they don't get any sing. There's no, they don't sing as the male ensemble. They didn't sing really. They didn't do much. And I just always thought, 
it's a great show, but if you're the one of the ensemble, you must be bored. Yeah, it, it, it can get boring because the choreography is not challenging. I remember being the they do booth singing. So you do sing, even though you can't see them on stage. Okay. Um, I don't know if they still do this actually, but we used to have booths at the, um, so whenever we went on stage, we used to come put our cans on and um, they put me on the lowest harmony ever. And I was like, <laughs> literally doing a single tone like this, mama mia, <laughs> does it show again? And I was bored shitless. I was like, I'm a singer guys. Yeah. Why are you putting me on the lowest? Oh God, I was, even now people go, you, why, 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 why? But yeah, the, the routines aren't challenging and it's just a shame, but you do have fun because it's fun music and yeah, you do meet some amazing people. You're honest, you know. I guess if you, if you're with a good cast, it could be great. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to make the most of it, I suppose, but yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, I feel like that's such a, you know, a well, a world renowned show. Yeah, like every, everyone knows Mamma Mia. Yeah, and it's good on your CV, you know. I'm, I'm very, very proud to have done that show. Very proud, and I'd go back there in a shot. I would. I'm not ready yet, but I'd do one of the, one of the mums. I mean, I'm not far away. Hey. Um, <laughs> one of the mums. Yeah, one of the older ladies. You could a thousand percent do that. I think I'm still young for that at the minute. You're, you're too young for it, but I mean your ability. Yeah, I could. I could do that. I'd love to do that. I'd love to. Um, but yeah, it's good to have on your CV that one. I'm very, very proud to have done that. But it it wasn't a challenge at all. Are there any gigs that you've really not liked? Have you done uh, those jobs where you're like, oh my God, I can't bear this? Because I've done loads of them thinking, why am I here? There's one in particular, but I'd rather not say. You don't need to say what it is. <laughs> I have. But yeah. they happen, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But there's going to there's gonna be your ups and downs. But thank, thank your lucky stars that you're actually in work and you're getting to For do. Sure. Even if you don't like it, you're still going out there and doing it. There's that, there's so many people who can't even get seen. So you just got to grin and bear it. Yeah, I guess. That's a good way of looking at it. You're lucky yeah. to be there. But yeah. no, I've, I, I, I had a few where I was literally like, oh, my God. How get have I ended, me how, out. How have I ended up doing this? But mine, I'm more fortunate because I guess mine are always like, a week yeah right <laughs> I mean I'm not in like a, a three six month contract where I'm like this is killing my life killing my life yeah and there like, has been those but like even pant even panto I guess it gets to after Christmas and I'm always a bit like oh like yeah. really I'm still hearing freaking Christmas songs like I'm yeah. done but then I look back at it and I go it's still pretty dope it was panto like it was sick yeah yeah you just gotta thank your lucky stars and yeah there are gonna be shows like that but how so it is yeah 100% what do you think the the biggest struggle has been in your career personally or like in work wise because I guess they all carry over in our life is quite you know like... what I mean I'm in a struggle now I really am I am so frustrated at the minute just because I'm not I'm not getting anywhere I'm not getting any auditions um and I'm literally sat there going what about what about me it's like I've been forgotten um so right right now is really really tough for me although I'm working and I have been working and I am still very lucky um I'm, I'm I want to be back in the West End I, I want to do these shows but uh just I, I I need to find a a good decent agent that actually knows me and can just put me up for these things and 
Because I'm not being seen for anything. Nothing. Yeah, I, I imagine it's quite, again, it's different for me because I guess I've never had to have a musical theatre agent where I have a sole agent. But having an agent that aligns with what you want as well and understanding yeah. it, but then also being able to communicate. Because I don't know what it's like for you, but in in our world, I guess, in the commercial brackets air quotes yeah. I call it the commercial like a lot of people are, are not afraid of their agents but they're always trying to please them and they're a bit like oh I don't want to say the wrong thing I don't want to upset no. them but you I'm always like you've got to Sorry. go past that yeah you do you've got to have a good relationship with them you've got let me just put you here um you've, you've got to be able to speak your mind but obviously you've got to be friends with them but still keep um the professionalism it's difficult. It's really difficult to find a good agent that you can trust, that they trust you, that they know you inside and out. Like, I love my agent. My agent, Soundcheck, John Rogerson. He's absolutely brilliant. But for me at the minute, the, the shows I want to do and my transition, unfortunately, he can't get me in the room yeah. for those shows that I want to do. And he has done in the past. And he's amazing. And, he, he, and I have been seen. But right now, I, I'm struggling. Mm. I'm, str I'm, I'm struggling and it's no one to blame it's just how it is at the minute but you have to find that it's tough finding the right agent I had an amazing agent for 10 years and then moved and then and, and then I had I think two who didn't work then went back to my old one then I got down to dawn and then my career just went again amazingly mm -hmm. and then I left him and then it's just gone mm. I don't I, I just but fine, it's hard to find the right agent. Is I don't. Is there a way in musical theatre to like make it? I guess without having an agent. No. No, is it impossible? Two hundred and fifty thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no. Yeah. You have you have to. I mean, there are stories of people that have been to open auditions for stuff and got it, but I think they must be well known. It's tough. Yeah. It, tough because when I was younger I left college in 1999 and there was like six phenomenal colleges now there's like 600 babe yeah <laughs> so imagine all those graduates every yeah. July, August coming out competing against each other it wasn't like that in my day so no only two percent of them are making it but there's still a lot of them in the room yeah yeah but you do need a, you do need an agent you, you, yeah. uh, you do you do. Yeah. If you if you could give someone, I guess, who's graduating a bit of advice, what would it be? Um, stay strong. Be passionate. Listen. L don't think that you know everything because you don't. Listen. Whenever you're in an audition, if they tell you something, take that criticism straight away. Don't dwell on it. Just do it. Take it straight away. Smile. Just keep. Just be happy. Don't be negative. Um, and just stay strong because if you're that passionate you'll get it amazing but listen is my big one listen don't think that you know everything because you don't you are still learning yeah I, I, and I'm still learning now so these 21 year olds if you think you know it you absolutely don't you don't <laughs> A hundred percent. This was amazing. Um, everyone, make sure that you go on Rebecca's Instagram. I will put her in the, the her Instagram in the show notes. So you can find it and watch her evening cabarets to keep you entertained at home. Yeah, six o'clock Monday to Friday cabaret in a caravan. If you managed to survive that entire podcast with the 
very questionable sound quality. Again, I apologize and I applaud you and tell you well done. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that. There was some great information in there and I hope you're all as inspired as I was after it. Um, again, thank you for listening. Please leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. And if you would wish to donate to the podcast as little or as much as you like, please find our PayPal info on our Instagram page or my Instagram page at Change or the podcast's one at the ins and outs underscore. Thank you. One love. Stay happy. Stay healthy.